This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cross the line. Do not do this to me right now. You humiliated Donna. You kept pushing and pushing her for what? For fun? Well, you think I enjoyed that? That made me sick. You could have stopped. You think Tanner would have stopped? Travis Tanner does not give a shit about Donna Paulson. You are not Travis Tanner. I don't. You did not have I to do that. I did my job. You really want to beat me that badly? Huh? You think this is about beating you? This whole thing is about saving you. Everyone is trying to help you because you screwed up. This is all your fault. And what just happened to that beautiful woman in there, that's on you! Suits season two, episode seven is over. And if you want to hear us talk about Sucker Punch, then Suits Yourself. I'm Rob Sestrino, back with the guy whose middle name is not Reginald. Here is Chappelle. Uh, it's not Reginald, right? Right, so you definitely don't know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my middle, my first name is Chappelle, middle name Reginald. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Look yeah. me up. All right. So, boy, I, I thought, am I crazy? Is this the the best Suits episode so far? It was so good. It was so good. I'm so happy. This is the type of stuff I want to talk about. I don't really care about a lot of the relationship stuff uh, to an extent, but... The, when it gets down to the nitty and the gritty, oh yeah, this is this is where it suits gets my blood boiling. I like this a lot. Yeah, this was a really really great episode. There was so much going on here. Really, we uh, ended up after last week's episode was kind of like a vibes of uh, fun hangout. Went to Atlantic City. We played poker. Uh, but here we're back in the midst of everything that's going on with Travis Tanner trying to ruin Harvey, trying to take down Pearson Hardman. That the entire law firm is at stake. Donna's job. Everything is really on the line here. And we have the return of like a mock trial, which we had from season one, which kind of was like low stakes of like, it's Mike versus Kyle. And and ultimately it came down to, you know, uh, Mike not wanting to get Rachel upset. But really we had all of the key players coming in. People had uh, like multiple interests in how the mock trial was going to go. And then ultimately, you know, we have like uh, so many great moments in this episode. So this might be a new high high for me on Suits. Yes, they do a trial run here. And like I said, I really like the mock trial episode, too. I like when these people are going their hardest and they're not pulling any punches and you're seeing all the no punches were pulled in this episode. 
Literally. And my boy Harvey punched that man in the face, Rob. Yeah. You, you said he didn't have it in him. You've been, you've been doubting him since day one. Look at him. <sighs> yeah. You a know, beast. in season one, there was a lot of talk of Harvey like, I'll kick your ass. So you want to try yeah. me? Uh, and I said, I don't know if Harvey can fight. But boy, Harvey's been fighting a lot in season two. Look, he's upset. He's pissed. You know, uh, Donna kind of done a thing and it's got him off tilt. We talked about this in yesterday's episode that, uh, you know, Harvey might be a little unstable right now. Yeah. And uh, this episode is a just like, I mean, a masterclass in all these people pushing each other to the edge. They're trying to break each other emotionally and mentally. And, you know, Travis Tanner crossed the line. Rob, it's been a year since my last fight, almost to the day. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I know. That's called growth. Yeah. All right. So... Can you talk about it? Yeah, I mean, if you want to, but it's not. I mean, it's not as entertaining as this okay. one fight. You know, things were said, the yeah. fists were fists were thrown. Yeah, we, we were went you on about baited like Travis uh, Tanner was trying to bait Harvey. Uh, no, but I did watch somebody get baited, and then uh, it, it, when they didn't take the bait, the the fists just started throwing. Like people just gave up. You know, it was kind of yeah. like hit me, hit me, and then eventually. They're just like, oh, well, F it. let's just fight. And so I was like, okay, cool. Let's get in there. So, you know, things mm -hmm. happen. Yeah. Okay. So Travis Tanner, you know, they're doing this uh, deposition with Harvey and Travis Tanner, you know, I guess you go to these depositions and I guess it's just sort of like uh, one of these things where you're just trying to like, whereas you're like in a water tank and you're just trying to get the person as mad as possible because it's like Travis Tanner's like, like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Oh, she's the man. You're the girl. Oh, I get it. Uh, oh, you got a thing for uh, a mommy thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, he's like, uh, what, like, how is this, any of this allowed? Well, that's the thing. The deposition is under oath, but it also doesn't have a judge around, mm -hmm. right? So there's nobody who can hold you in contempt or can grab you. You know, the cops can't drag you out of there. It's kind of like a one-on-one mono e mono, mono. Yeah, it's a one-on-one, like, uh, you know, um, questioning where, I guess the opposing counsel gets to ask you the sworn truth right before the trial. And so uh, this time, Travis Tanner is trying to rile uh, Harvey up because this stuff is filmed. The deposition is filmed. And so mm -hmm. if Harvey does something like but strike him... But do they him, play what the other person bad. is saying ever? <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> like, yes I, and no. Yes and no. They, they cut out the part where the other person like antagonizes you to the point where you go crazy. Like, could you just sit there and like have your fingers in your ears like, nah, la, 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 la. La, la 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 no but I, I do think you get a little bit more freedom in these in depositions and on suits at least mm -hmm. um and so yeah travis tanner poked the bear into you know he he got what was coming to him and uh, it was a very interesting episode to see the kind of thing that makes harvey show a little emotion okay so travis tanner leaves after getting punched in the face i'll see you in court harvey so we got to start to practice uh with getting ready for this trial and so we even Daniel Hardman is on board with this. Okay, let's go to trial. Okay, we're gonna bet everything on being able to win this case, but we need to practice. Jessica's gonna represent Harvey, but we need somebody to play Travis Tanner. Who could we get to play such a heel like Travis Tanner? Do we have anybody who would fit the bill of just a despicable human like Travis Tanner? Yeah, someone who will do anything to beat Harvey. Somebody who makes you want to punch them in the face. Well, stop at nothing. Somebody, yeah. somebody who wants to get lit up. And somebody it's Lewis. Wants to get Liddy. Lewis. It's true. Okay. It's Lewis. He's the obvious choice here for Travis Tanner because they have so many parallels, including the fact that they both don't like Harvey because 
They kind of resent him. One of the things that's been a theme in the last couple episodes is this idea, uh, and it comes up a lot with Harvey and Mike, where Mike is questioning about, Harvey, are you trying to antagonize me? Are you trying to make me mad? And Harvey has responded multiple times like, uh, I'm not trying to make you mad. I'm trying to make you good. I'm trying to get you angry so you're locked in. And so Harvey is now doing the same thing to Lewis. Yeah, he's trying to hype him up. He wants Lewis at the top of his game. And so he's going to Lewis and basically telling him, even though I want you to play Travis Tanner, I don't think you got it in him. You know, Travis Tanner has the skill set and the finesse. You're no Travis Tanner. And you're no Travis Tanner. And so Lewis is like, wait a minute. I see what you're trying to do. You're, you're trying you're trying to make me angry. Harvey's like, no, nah, I'm trying to make you good because you suck. You're some like bank loan officer or something, aren't you? <laughs> that was so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but this is it. Lewis is ready. He's pissed and he wants to get lit up now or he wants Harvey to get lit up or somebody wants to get lit up and Lewis is going to be the one to do it. Okay, so Mike is going to end up being drafted to be part of the uh, team that is going to be prosecuting Harvey. He's going to have to work with Lewis that Harvey knows Mike especially well. So he is going to be a very useful weapon in trying to get Harvey ready for whatever they're going to throw at him. Daniel Hardman is going to be the judge. Mike's not going to tell anything uh, to Harvey about how they're trying to look for all of Harvey's weaknesses. Mm -hmm. They want Mike on the team because he thinks outside the box. And so with Mike there, he's going to be able to pick up on the things that Lewis will not, right? Because Lewis only knows one way, and that's full lit. And so, uh, you know, Mike's way is, you know, to go outside and think of these other abstract ways because he knows the law inside out. He doesn't have to think about that. Um, And so Harvey's been training him up to do what it takes to win. And so he's going to get some of that killer instinct and instill it into Lewis. And as a team, they should be able to throw Harvey off his game so that they know what uh, Travis Tanner is going to throw at Harvey. Okay, so Harvey is going to be out playing pool with a woman named Zoe Lawford. Uh, She is a person who is like an expert in working with uh, pulling these juries in these cases. And I guess they had some sort of a past romantic history. Now, we got many pieces of feedback from our listeners to let us know that, fun fact, Jacinda Barrett, the woman who plays Zoe, is Gabriel Mock's wife IRL. Really? Yes. Okay. This is a sexy couple. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. you know, they, 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 this is a handsome couple. Yeah. Now, what I don't know is that was this his wife IRL at the time that they shot this episode or did they get on set, have chemistry, and then she went on to become his wife IRL? Oh, okay. Well... He was married to Jacinda Barrett in 2004. Okay. So this is his, they brought his wife in or Mm -hmm. maybe she's an actress in her own right. But regardless, yeah, they got this couple using actual chemistry, uh, you know, together. Now, here's the thing. Um, This is not the only time we will see this in Suits. Mm -hmm. So not not necessarily somebody's wife, but they are going to bring in other familiar relationships. Is it Prince Harry? Listen, I'm not going to spoil it for mm-hmm. you, but it could, I, I, I can neither <laughs> confirm or deny that. So okay. let's just stay tuned. All right. So uh, that'll be very exciting. But ultimately, um, that 
Zoe is going to be in the mix. And so Mike, he is really trying to uh, relish this opportunity to uh, be a lawyer. And uh, we see, again, there's a little thawing. Rachel comes in and uh, is, sees Mike practicing. And, uh, you know, there's they're definitely, at least like on the professional level, Mike and Rachel seem to be back to uh, working together. That's fine. Yeah. Mike's back uh, in her, you know, I get, look, I just think she's not as down bad in the sunken place that she was in, you know? And so uh, he's practicing for the trial by quoting one of my favorite movies, uh, A Few Good Men. I was very excited because I was like, I get this reference. Yeah. What was, what was the reference from A Few Good Men? Um, let me. Think I really, I only know the like. Uh, you want me on that wall? You, you need, need me on, me the, on the wall. wall. Like you can't. You want the truth? Yeah, you can't handle the truth. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, what was this one? It was. Uh, oh, and these are the facts of the case, and they are undisputed. That's the Kevin Bacon line in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm telling you, that's my movie. And you were just saying that you needed some bacon. I, what? That was off air. Rob stopped doing business. <laughs> but yes, I would like some bacon. Um, you know, um, yeah, and they could put Kevin Bacon in this movie. Sure. I mean, in the show. I'd sure. take it. Yeah. Okay. It's great. All right. So we see a Donna sighting. It's been a couple episodes. We haven't seen Donna since uh, she got on the elevator. Harvey is waiting. We haven't talked about that. <laughs> we have the Donna replacement in the office. I think his name is it Cameron? Uh, yeah, he's a temp. Yes. Okay. Harvey doesn't like him. He seems like he's doing a good job, though. Yeah. I mean, he's done a lot, but he's also making some changes. Mm -hmm. Harvey doesn't like uh, that. Yeah. Harvey does not like change. It's not his thing. Yeah. And so um, this is not great for him because you could tell Harvey's seething. Yes. He's very, uh, he does not like having Cameron there. He goes back to Donna. He's like waiting outside her apartment. And that he's trying to like uh, get her to talk to him and uh, be in the in the trial run. Um, and Donna is pissed. Uh, she is like, you know, I thought you would fight for me. You fought. You fought for Mike when it came down to uh, where Jessica said you have to fire Mike. What did What did Harvey do? He said, Hey, th- then you have to fire me too. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. He did not do yeah. that for Donna. And he let Donna get fired by Jessica. Uh, Sounds like Donna won you over on this one. Do you think Donna's making some points? I mean, Donna, I think that was make was making points. Now, in fairness to Harvey, that they are in this mess because of Donna's mistake, and that was very generous of Harvey not to throw that in her face uh, while that she was bringing this up. But I can see where Donna was coming from, especially, and we don't know. I don't know the full extent of their history. Is like, hey, this kid that you just freaking met. That uh, you, for for the mistakes that that you that you have also made with him, you're willing to throw your career away for Mike, but for me, you're not willing to go to the mat for me, Harvey. Uh, you know she's making some points, um, but also Donna, what do you get off? You definitely did this with like Harvey and Mike are in that together. That was kind of Harvey's. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of Harvey's fault that Mike is in this position. All he had to do was tell Mike to kick rocks, you know, but he hired him anyway. Um, but this time, Donna, this is your fault. Almost solely. I think the the the, the part that Donna's not saying that everyone can see is that Donna knows that she would have done this for Harvey and Harvey knows it. Mm-hmm. She knows, you know, so that's why 
she's confused. You're like, yeah, of course I would have done this for you. Of course I did it. Yeah, of course. Like, so you acting like this is some shocker to you is nuts to me. Um, what really bothers her too is that he's never even called her. So she, he's been blowing up her phone, but he's been having his assistant, Cameron, do all the calling. Mm-hmm. And she knows it. And she's like, if you care about me that much, why didn't you make the calls yourself? That doesn't seem very sincere. But when you need my help, here you are outside of my, uh, where I don't know where he saw her at, but here I, here you are on the street corner, like, you know, yeah. basically grabbing me and making me talk to you. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. We go to the mock trial, and at the mock trial, we're going to see Harvey take the stand, and, you know, uh, Lewis is really trying to grill Harvey, and, you know, Harvey is not letting Lewis get to him. No. Lewis says Harvey has a pattern uh, of, you know, doing these one-off things and then not taking ownership over them once they're done, not taking accountability. And it's all fun and games until someone gets murdered. And this time, someone was murdered. And so this does not look good for Harvey because not only is this trial in front of the entire firm and it's kind of one of those, like, signs of things to come for their actual trial, this is in front of the partners. And this yeah. is making Harvey look bad as a senior partner and Jessica look bad as, as the managing partner of the firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Jessica is going to call out Daniel Hardman about like, hey, th- this is what you wanted, right? You're trying to make me look bad in front of everybody so that you can uh, get an edge uh, if we have to have a vote. And Daniel's like, I never, I would never do that. Right. But he would. He, he would. definitely would. Yeah. Because he, he will move. by the end of the episode. Yeah. This is his move. Yeah. Um, it, it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad because she knows it. She knows that the partners are going to see this and think, man, Jessica, we really didn't have any other options when Pearson Hardman was just Pearson, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but now that Hardman's back, you know, we don't really have to deal with you yeah. in this drama, right? We could let somebody else take over. And it's starting to look like Daniel Hardman might be the better option. Rachel is in the mix that Mike is getting her to play Donna in the deposition and or in the mock trial. And so that Mike is really trying to it's interesting because going back to the original mock trial where Mike did not want to be that hard on Rachel, like uh, he's actually and, and Donna was on his team uh, that he is actually going hard on Rachel as Donna Uh questioning about how if she's the best legal secretary in the city, how could the best legal secretary in the city miss this? Which we never really get. No, but that's one of the issues here is that Rachel don't even believe this. You know, a lot of people do not have the unbridled and unshakable faith in Harvey that you that Harvey wants them to have. Right. And so Rachel eventually even comes to Mike and like, do you think Harvey did this? You know, like uh, between you and me. Do you think Donna did it? And you think Harvey would have asked her to do it? Like, you know, just kind of off the record amongst friends, because this has all been assuming that everybody has 100 percent faith in Harvey. And so when when Mike pushes uh, Rachel as Donna uh, and asks her these questions, yeah, Rachel's saying the same exact thing. I uh, am the best legal person in the city, legal secretary in the city. So it wouldn't make sense for me to miss this. And I would know that shredding this evidence would be a bad thing. So why would I do it? It doesn't sound believable. Mm -hmm. Mike is going to get a subpoena from Lewis to get a polygraph test. Uh, that This was a little far-fetched, I thought, that Lewis gets set up with a polygraph guy in his office. Uh, I don't know on what grounds Lewis can subpoena Mike to do a polygraph in a mock trial, uh, but 
He does, and Mike gets strapped in for Lewis to start asking him questions. Yeah, polygraphs aren't even admissible in court from what I understand, mm -hmm. so this is very odd. But this is where we get some heat on Mike. Mike's been kind of moving scot-free for a few episodes, but we do have to remember that Mike, too, has a secret. And the only way you're really going to get this out of him, if, if you polygraph him and ask him direct questions yeah. about, you know, what he might be hiding. And so Lewis is trying to rattle him, and I think he succeeds. But he asks him... Yeah. Some Does Lewis suspect that Mike didn't go to Harvard? Because I can't imagine that it, that Lewis does ask the right question to rattle Mike, but Lewis does not have any evidence or leads other than Mike not knowing the song from Harvard. Like, I, I feel like that if Lewis really did suspect that Mike didn't go to Harvard or knew Mike's secret, I feel like he would be more than just like nibbling around the edges. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that when we talked the first time about the Harvard fight song, um, I said, Rob, don't you think this is a little weird that this man is asking him about a fight mm -hmm. song? Like, why would you ask about that? Even when they did the, the first mock trial um, or well, no, when they did Harvard trivia, he asked him about a very prominent pizza place that people who don't even go to Harvard know that that's where Harvard, you know, people be at. Pinocchio. You said it yourself. You, yeah, you said it yourself. Uh, it's it's like that's like not even a question you would ask somebody who went to Harvard because it's so easy. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was like, does Lewis know back then? But you're like, no, probably not. I don't think Gary, I still don't think so. Yeah, and I think I think I am starting to agree with you because I do think that if if he had um, if he knew, I think he's had more than enough chances to hold his feet to the fire and find out, including yeah. this moment because he does ask him, you know, um, where did you get your degree or where did you get your law degree? And um, Mike, at first, is kind of dodging the question. Yeah. Kinda, oh, yeah. Where did you attend law school is what he said. And so, you know, Mike cannot say the word Harvard because he's on a polygraph. But eventually, Mike just kind of like, oh, I got my diploma from Harvard Yeah, law. I'm proud to have a diploma. Yeah. Right. And Lewis is not dumb. So if Lewis knew that Mike was probably lying, he would have asked him again directly. You know, he's yeah. not a bad lawyer. Yeah, it's sort of like and whenever on these polygraph tests they ask you like, uh, okay, uh, what year were you born? Like, they just ask you like a layup gimme question. And unfortunately, the, the gimme question happened to be something that Mike would have had to lie about. Like the baseline mm -hmm. question. All right. Right. Mike is gonna like remove himself from the polygraph. He goes to get Donna. He waits like outside of like the yoga studio and uh, says, hey, Donna, you know, you... Uh, we need you. For, and she's like, look, I don't want to go to jail, Mike. Okay. Uh, that, so I'm going to just plead the fifth. And he says to her, you know, it's, what's not fair is that Harvey's taking the blame for your mistake, Donna. I mean, it's not, it's not wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, but Donna had already told her attorney that she wasn't talking to anybody because she didn't want to go to jail. And so I think that this is where I start looking at Donna a little crazy. You know, I, I think that prior to this, yeah, I was judging Donna for shredding the paperwork. Like, she knew that was a bad thing, all that stuff. But here? Oh, yeah. You letting Harvey take the fall for your obvious mistake? Like, it's it's very much your fault. You did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, you're letting this man just get disbarred, and you're just like, well, sorry. Guess he should have fought for me better. Like, that's kind of that's kind of messed up. Donna. I don't know. We, we never get to see Donna and her legal team, but I have to think, if I'm Donna's lawyer, okay, I think my head is exploding when I find out that she goes back to Pearson Hardman to show up at the mock trial. 
right, you got to be mad about this, right? Like, mm-hmm. this is not okay. And she just shows up like it's normal. Like, yeah, uh, we pl- we plan to take Donna to the stand. And then Rachel stands up to be Donna. And then Donna walks in. And nobody was expecting that. Except right. Mike. Right. Uh, before Donna comes back, though, there's a moment where Lewis calls Jessica to the stand. And then... Uh, is like quizzing her on how important it is to win at Pearson Hardman and then how much more money you make when you're a senior partner and sort of like how motivated uh, Harvey would have been to make sure that they do win that case and uh, basically making his point about how he gets nothing when he is a junior partner. Yeah, which is kind of wild because Lewis getting nothing you know, you're sitting up on a, a nice uh, a nice little high horse with your silver spoon in your mouth mm-hmm. from the hundreds of thousands of dollars that you are making. And you're like, but if I was a senior partner, I'd be making millions. Must be nice. You know, damn. Yeah. Sorry for you, Lewis, that you're not getting billions of dollars and some of us ain't getting millions at all. So I didn't feel that bad for him. Sorry. Mm-hmm. All right. But he made a good point. You know, Harvey is very much incentivized to always win. Yeah. And so this wouldn't be, an, uh, uh, this would not be a, uh, an example of him, you know, missing an opportunity to do that. All right, Harvey is with the real-life Mrs. Harvey, and uh, they're talking over dinner and talking about, like, their past history. And the reason why Zoe never called Harvey back was she never showed him any vulnerability. Earlier in the episode, she says, yeah, we need a jury of all men because men want to be you, uh, but women uh, that... People think that they may want to sleep with you, Harvey, but uh, actually what's going on is that they don't see any vulnerability from you. They don't want to defend you. They're not going to protect you if they don't care about you. And a jury is supposed to protect you. That's just the truth. It's uh, how it's supposed to happen. And so this is very interesting because we need him to loosen up. Now, about Mrs. Gabriel Mock, uh, Jacinda here, um, do you know where she made her television debut? I do not. Um, I believe that she was on the cast of The Real World London. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that name sounds familiar. Yes. Yes. I remember that. What's that? Like season four of The Real World? So it's relatively early in the mm-hmm. real world days. You and I talked about um, two of the seasons that were, uh, you know, that preceded it in The Real World. Uh, what, San Francisco we've talked about before on the RJP Rewind mm-hmm. uh, with Pedro and yeah. Puck. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, I guess uh, somehow Gabriel Mock and Jacinda ran across each other. But that's pretty cool. I didn't even realize it until just now that that was her. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I like her in this role and I think her and Harvey do have a lot of chemistry. I mean, it makes sense. They're married. But uh, yeah, this is the, the the woman that Harvey could not close. You know, as far as as far as we know, she used to work for Pearson Harvey in some type of capacity. Harvey made may have shot him his shot at her in, in different ways that were not legal or not illegal, but also not like in the law, you know. And so uh, here she knows better than most people that he doesn't let people in and that showing vulnerability is one of the things that he does actively. He just, I mean, he actively avoids, I'm sorry. And so, uh, yeah, she tells him loosen up, show people who you are and show people that you're really sad about this happening. And, uh, maybe just maybe they might start to feel bad for you and they will want to protect you from the prosecution. Okay. Meanwhile, we are back at the mock trial and okay. Real Donna comes in and was like, Oh my God, it's real Donna. And yes. real Donna is going to take the stand in a mock trial. Um, mm-hmm. And L- Mike tells Lewis, all right, Lewis, remember, stick to the script. Okay? We worked this all out. You know what to do. Yeah. And for a second, it does look like Lewis is going to stick to the script. But 
Donna's doing what exactly what she said she was going to do. I'm going to uh, plead the fifth. Yeah. And so she's pleading the fifth left and right until Lewis finally gets fed up and is like, you know what? And he just throws the script away and he just starts to come at Donna sideways. And this was interesting television, Rob. This was riveting. Yeah, I'm not sure how Lewis has all of this backstory on Donna. I guess maybe was he doing sort of like the research and the digging into uh, Donna's backstory. But, you know, it starts off asking her, you know, if Harvey asked you to bury something, would you have done it? She's not answering that. Uh, but then they gets into, do you love Harvey Specter? And she's like, what? Mm -hmm. Do you love him? Like, uh, that has nothing to do with it. It has everything to do with this. What? Why did you break up with your last boyfriend? Why did he break up with you, Donna? And it's like, whoa, hold on. Yeah. This is mess. This is when I lean forward and grab my popcorn. I'm like, okay, now hold mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. um, Rob, they've done a lot for this Donna loves Harvey kind of storyline that we've eased our way into uh, because... In the first season, it was, there's nothing that ever happened to us, I mean, between us. Uh, then there was, well, maybe something possibly happened with Donna and someone, but you can never come back. You know, the feelings eventually go away. And now, oh, no, then after that, it was the can opener. Yeah. And now it's, but do you love him? I'm like, mm -hmm. wait a minute. Wait a minute. Okay, Donna. So, Rob. In this line of questioning, it does look like Donna freezes up. Harvey eventually breaks this all up. It's like, stop, Louis, stop. And he defends her, which looks really good for him, uh, you know, in front of the partners mm -hmm. who all think he's cold, heartless, and also just a flashy, cocky asshole winner. Um, well, what did you think about Donna in this moment? Rob, are we getting the Donna loves Harvey? Is that what's happening right here? I mean, it definitely seems uh, pretty clear that she definitely has feelings for him. I mean, this would be an easy no. I mean, how would yeah. they even prove it? You know, it's not like, where were you on the night of June 5th? Like, answer the question, you know? Yeah. Uh, do you love him? Like, no, no, I don't love him. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And Donna, I don't think perjuring yourself in front of, in a, on a fake trial is the worst thing in the world. You know? Yeah, like, but it's not even like that they can prove that, like, uh, we know what's in your heart. We saw your files, Donna. You do love Harvey. We found your diary. We, yeah, we found your diary. We saw yes. you, that, that we found the memo. It said, Donna and Harvey forever, XOXO. Yeah, you faxed it. You faxed it to everywhere. Your password is Donna I and Harvey. I love Harvey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, Donna, they got you cooked, babe. Uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. This is bad. This is bad. I mean, don't get me wrong. It looks good for Harvey because he stood up for this woman who obviously loves him. It, uh, and it also could look like Donna did this on her own accord because she loves him, right? So this is not something Harvey might have coerced her into doing as her boss. Um. But also, Donna, stand up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stand up. You got to stand up. Okay. So Harvey goes after Lewis and he's like, really, Lewis, this is what you're willing to do? You want to beat, beat me that badly? Yeah. And Lewis is like, don't come at me. This is your fault. Can't you see? You know Everybody's trying to save you? you. Right. And he resents that, too. Lewis resents Harvey in so many ways. But the fact that the entire law firm is putting their head together to save Harvey from something that is obviously his fault. Um, when he found out this man should have thrown Donna all the way under the bus, you know, like that would have protected him. I did not bury this. My legal secretary did it because she's incompetent. She mm -hmm. needs to go to jail. She needs to be fired and go on about my business. Pearson Hartman's probably fine. 
But because he's going out of his way to protect Donna and to not, you know, be an asshole about this whole thing, everybody now has to come to Harvey's defense. He wouldn't even need to do this if he wasn't so hell-bent on embarrassing Travis Tanner in the past. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, this is your fault. So don't be coming at Lewis about this thing. I mean, it, yeah. you could have made this go away. Did he even really embarrass Travis Tanner so bad? Like, I feel like Travis Tanner picked this fight. Harvey defended himself, and Travis Tanner is like, oh, you'll rue the day. I mean, get your ass he, out of my Harvey city. Harvey did not even know who Travis Tanner was. Like, uh, Look, Travis Tanner got all up in his business. Harvey defended himself, beat him, and Travis Tanner was like, uh, you'll pay. You know me. I'm Team Harvey. But yeah. at the same time, Harvey, if you extended a little grace to people, maybe they wouldn't all hate you. Mm -hmm. And everybody, I mean, we've been tracking this. Harvey's so charismatic and so likable. But every time we run into somebody, they are pissed at Harvey's back. I mean, name the three people who have just positive things to say about Donna. this man. There's not many. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but she's in love with them. Mm -hmm. And even Mike. she, this episode, not saying much. Mm -hmm. Mike, uh, yeah, yeah. Mike is the one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. So... So this is tough. If, hell, Mike didn't even have much good to say about Harvey until he realized Harvey saved his job, you know? Yeah. So, you know, I'm just saying that Harvey, if everybody didn't hate you, you wouldn't be in this position probably. Yeah. Okay, so Mike goes to Donna and it's like, hey, that wasn't supposed to happen. Lewis was supposed to stick to the script. She's like, what? You thought Lewis was going to stick to the, the script? Yeah, no, he wasn't. Yeah. And he's not supposed to. Yeah. Again, everybody is doing what they were supposed to do here. Harvey, you cannot be mad at these people for this because this is what Travis Tanner is going to do. He's not going to stick to the script. He's going to do exactly what he's known to do, which is play the bad guy. He's going to be a yeah. villain. And the eureka moment, and we should have a uh, a term for this, the like uh, light bulb moment of the Suits episode where I think it's Donna says to Mike, look, people are who they are. He's like, that's it. People are who they are. Okay. Uh, and that gets Mike to start digging into Travis Tanner. Definitely. He's a shady guy. He must have, like, uh, there must be some shady stuff in his other cases. So that Mike goes to work trying to dig through all of the old case files for Travis Tanner's old cases. And here's Daniel Hardman. It's like, hey, what are you doing? Looks like fun. Yeah. Like, uh, we stayed up all night one time before. Why don't I help you with this? Let's do it uh, again. Yeah. Yeah. Let's 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 save Harvey as a team. And you know, Daniel Harvey doesn't look so bad in that in that moment. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Zoe comes to Jessica and it's like, hey, it's starting to look pretty good. Uh, partner's starting to care for Harvey. You know. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They've, he's been showing his softer side, so we need more of that. And so Jessica's like, I could do that. I can show you uh, Harvey's softer side. Let me at him. Um, Rob, we haven't really talked about the thing that Travis Tanner said that really made yeah, oh, uh, yeah. Harvey react and get pun and punch him in the face. Do you remember what it was? Um, something about like what what Harvey's mom was doing while uh, Harvey's dad was out playing the saxophone. I guess was his mom playing the saxophone too? The skin flute. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, um, he's like, I actually looked into your mommy. It turns out the whole time you were home with your mommy, mommy was out banging. It was like, oh, hold on, pow. Like mm -hmm. punched in the face. Yeah. So it looks like dad, dad might have been Rude. a stay-at-home saxophone player for a while. Yeah. Um, but but we do see that Harvey has uh triggers. And so Jessica is one of the people who knows exactly what those are. And so it makes sense for her to put him on the stand. And she decides to treat the witness as hostile. I don't really know what that means, though. I don't know I what it means either, because he, he didn't seem that hostile to uh, Jessica. But basically, um, that 
She establishes that for Harvey, it's more important that he wins fairly than just to win. Mm-hmm. Oh, it says here to uh, openly antagonize mm-hmm. on the stand, and the judge is like aware of it. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. This okay. was uh, this was sense. a case of that Harvey ended up like catching something that what happened in the mailroom, and he wanted to tell on what happened because he has a strong moral code, but didn't want this woman to get fired because she would screw up her pension. Yeah, the day we met, you were working in the mailroom, and let me refresh your memory. As yeah. associate had missed a filing, so he backdated the postage, and you came to me and you said if he if the firm didn't declare misconduct, you would report us to the DA. Um, but also you can't tell nobody that was me because I don't want the person to get in trouble. You're like, I don't need people to know mm-hmm. that that happened because I have a heart of gold. The man is an asshole with a heart of gold, y'all. Yeah. And so he is mad. He doesn't want to show any, any weakness. And they're like, don't you understand? We have to show your weakness to get the jury to like you. Mm-hmm. And this is interesting because again, that's the one key to this is that people just don't like him. He's not likable. And so I'm sorry. It's just it's just a fact. I've been tracking we like episode him. one. I we like him, but we don't deal with this man except for mm-hmm. 30 minutes out the you know, out the day every day. Uh these people who actually know him, they're not fans of Harvey. And yeah. so yeah, he doesn't he shows a soft side to the partners this time, and it actually is going over pretty well. But he just can't admit that he's it, like he's afraid or something like that to let people know. I think Jessica even says. Who hurt you? You know, mm-hmm. what What kind of damage was done to you? What made you like this? I'm like, yeah, probably something to do with his mama and daddy. Yep. All right. So then we're going to get another great moment. Lewis Litt is going to get called to the stand. Injunct this. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, so it does look good for Harvey, right? Um, the partners love loved what they saw from him. It's very clear that he's going to win, but... Lewis says, um, that story was so great, but there isn't one shred of proof that is true. Uh, so before that story, they all believed Harvey did it. And he's about to get up there and be like, if he did commit fraud, how hard is it to believe that he couldn't just concoct that story out of nowhere? Mm-hmm. So that's it. You're still going to lose. And so they said, okay, cool. We need to put Lewis Lit on the stand and see if we can show, you know, his version of Harvey to people, right? Uh, and so when they do, it, it very much starts off how you would expect it to be. Like, do you like Harvey? Are you a fan of Harvey? Do you think, you know, X, Y, Z? And Lewis is very cutting of Harvey, is in you know, in general. But then Jessica said, well, but do you resent him for being better than you? And then at that point, that's when we start to kind of treat Lewis as hostile. And she openly antagonizes Lewis. And Lewis is letting letting the, the, the you know, letting all the insults fly. You know, she, he doesn't like Harvey. It's very clear. He does resent him because people think that he's better than him. Uh, he, he, he doesn't have much good to say about him. His billables are even higher than his. His client list is better than his. But if you feel so strongly against Harvey, can you answer one question? Do you think Harvey did this? And Lewis is like, nope, he doesn't. (laughs) No, he melts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So ultimately we see Jessica going to Mike uh, and uh, Mike is like still trying to work through all this Travis Tanner stuff and trying to figure out the settlement. Mike wants to settle. He doesn't want it to go to trial. But Jessica says, you know, there's no acceptable offer yet on the table. 
yeah, no acceptable offer on the table. Uh, because you remember, Travis Tanner's whole deal is, I don't care how much money we get from this. I just want Harvey to not be a lawyer anymore. So mm-hmm. we can't take any deals. And so Mike is like, well, maybe there's one thing that we can do. Uh, and so next thing you know, Travis Tanner is, uh, you know, showing up to the boxing ring and Daniel Hartman apparently has given him some document that shows some type of damning evidence mm-hmm. against him. And he's like, fine, Harvey, you win. Blue. I, I guess I'll leave you alone now. I don't even Go know what hell. you're talking about. Yeah. Right. But what happened? What did Daniel Hartman find on Travis Tanner? I don't know. I guess that he went through his case files and found that there was some sort of like dirty dealing that was going on. I can't imagine it was that hard to find because I think he would, Travis Tanner was established the first time he came through as like he is like the guy who would do all the things that Harvey wouldn't do. I feel like that it shouldn't have been that hard to find some dirt on Travis Tanner. Right. I just don't understand how like. You know, we go from like, what are we going to do to, oh, we got it. We got the information. Yeah. Daniel Hartman had the the smoking gun, uh, you know, or he helped, I just fi- think, he helped Mike find it. Yeah, it would have been like some like ticky tack detail. We're already dealing with like, okay, the evidence that got buried at the DA's office and then this memo from CM Motors that Donna didn't find that would have been admissible. Like, I think they just were like, hey. Just trust us on this. There's some other like legal technicality that he cut corners on, and we don't need to explain it. We don't have enough time. Yeah, but Daniel Hartman, I'm sorry, whatever he found on Travis Tanner, was it that bad? Like, Hart, I mean, God, you know, Travis Tanner's pissed. He like, well, he's like, oh yeah, you sent your little errand boy to tell me that this was over. Harvey's like, what are you talking about? He's like, stop playing dumb. Yeah, Daniel Hartman doesn't work you. You work him. But remember when Travis Tanner came around the first time, he was like doing like witness intimidation and like, yeah. I mean, he's a sketchy guy, uh, Travis Tanner. So I'm sure there's a lot of dirt on him. It must be, it must be. But whatever it is, it got him to uh, to take this settlement. They blackmailed him into the severage settlement or as Daniel Harmon said, they leveraged a deal uh, that's good for the firm. Yeah. And so Daniel Harmon made this thing go away. All right, so he made the thing go away. And so everybody is like a pretty excited about this um that okay so harvey is uh you know well actually he's not that excited he berates mike for uh what he did and mike says look you weren't gonna win in court was the only way this was gonna work yeah and now the partners have to take a vote they're gonna vote on whether or not they should move forward because they have the they have the settlement right here in front of them the deal is right here but are they gonna move forward or are they going to uh to settle. And so they put this to a vote. Jessica asked everybody. We know Harvey is like, F it, let's go to court. Uh, but they have to leave this in the hands of the partners. Now, the partners are looking at Harvey favorably right now due to all of this mock trialing. Mm-hmm. You know, and so this should go over well. And it turns out that it's a split vote. So Half the, of them want... Yeah, HOH go, has got to break the tie. Yeah, and the HOH this time being Harvey. Yeah. So Harvey is the only one who has not voted on whether or not Harvey. they voted. Yeah, the... On whether or not they were going to trial with the uh, head of Harvey. And uh, this time, Harvey says, no, let's settle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so they settle. Harvey listened to Mike. Okay. Okay, good. All right. Everybody's going to have to pay some money, but ultimately Harvey's not going to be disbarred. All right. It all worked out until Daniel Hardman says, actually, one more thing. 
you know, uh, the way that this whole thing was handled, there's really a, a lot of dissension. I think we need to have a vote of who should be running the company, me or Jessica. Yeah, this lawsuit has caused you uh, a lot to question her judgment yeah. by extension her leadership. So and Harvey told Mike, you don't know what Daniel Hardman is up to. He's always playing an angle. This guy, you can't trust him. And Mike's like, no, but still. And they were right. You can't trust Daniel Hardman. He used this whole situation to make a power play for Pearson Hardman. Yeah, they left the door wide open for this. And so um, he called the partners meeting. And at which point they will vote. Either Jessica will retain her position as managing partner or Daniel Hardman will resume, resume control. I'm sorry, uh, mm -hmm. Pearson Hardman. And so uh, that's it. That's like cliffhanger, yeah. right? They don't vote. We're going to, I guess, see in the next episode uh, where we go from here. But I do feel like, and this has been a contentious issue here among us and the listeners, should Daniel Hardman be eligible for a Liddy? Because I feel like that he should be because that who would you give it to in this episode? He cooked. The man cooked, Rob. I'm sorry. Yeah, I hate him. even more so than he does on Breaking Bad. I hate him. I hate him. I loved him on Breaking Bad. Make no mistake. But mm -hmm. I hate him here. He was very likable on Breaking Bad. He was amazing. Gail Bedeker. That guy. Give him mm -hmm. his own show. Give him this show. Uh, look. <laughs> Give him this show. I mean, he's here. He's hitting his own show. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I have taken into consideration all the things that we've heard. And I'm sorry. I think we're going to have to leave this up to a vote for the partners as well, Rob. Okay. Yeah. Should Daniel Hardman... Be in consideration for this Liddy. All right. Not for all Put ladies, out the poll. This Liddy. Put out the poll. Yeah. And then when mm -hmm. we come back and then tomorrow, we'll talk about if he should have got it or not. But honestly, like Mike, uh, that he was doing pretty good, got beat on this thing. Didn't see the Daniel Hardman coming. Lewis, uh, I mean, he got called on the witness stand. Had to say, I don't think Harvey did it. Donna, I don't think so. Harvey? Mm. I mean, Jessica? Rachel, mm. who else did anything? Uh, Zoe, yeah, I mean, Zoe was great. Jacinda mm -hmm. was great, but they didn't go to trial. Okay, Mike did stuff, right? Mike, Mike was oh. doing stuff. He was doing well, but then he's the one that let Daniel Hardman in to go through the case files for Travis Tanner, and then because uh, that Mike forgot that never trust Daniel Hardman, it's kind of Mike's fault. This all happened. Okay, if so, if not, look, if not Daniel Hartman, then who? I think that's really the question. If, like, if the poll is, should Daniel Hartman be able to win this Liddy or should be eligible for a Liddy, yes or no? But, yeah. but if it's not him, does nobody get the Liddy? Because somebody has to get it. Hmm. As per, as per the bylaws of the company, you know? Yeah. I guess, uh, I mean, is Harvey, was Harvey bad in this episode? I mean, I guess he took the compromise. Did he lose? He got did to Harvey punch lose? Travis Tanner in the face. He did get to punch Travis Tanner. Look, that's a, that's a double points there for that. Um, man, this is tough, Rob. I'm going to, I'm going to have to shoot the question. Either, either Dale Harmon gets it. Uh, Harvey gets it. It seems Mike, is Mike eligible? I feel like it's either Daniel mm -hmm. or Mike. I mean, it's either Daniel or Mike. I don't think yeah. Harvey does anything to his own credit here. So does it Daniel or Mike Ross? I think that's the question. Okay. All right. I, I mean, I, I think that I, I've stated my opinion on the case. 
<laughs> you rest your case. I rest Rob. my case. Okay. All right. Let's uh, do some feedback. We talked about all of the feedback we got about uh, Jacinda Barrett. Patty, our keeper of the dossier, she wrote in to say just some points of interest from uh, my tracking. This was light on folder slamming, uh, but pop culture uh, that they used uh, a lot of the energy. Uh, in episode six of with nine pop culture references. Uh, this episode, we only talked about The Breakfast Club, A Few Good Men, The Graduate, and Tootsie. Oh, yes, The Graduate. I, I, do you remember the Mrs. Robinson reference? Yes, yes. Um, yes. You know, she says uh, she looks better than Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, and, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. I, okay, that's fine. I'll let her have that. Okay. I'm not going to push back against it too much. I, I did prefer the A Few Good Men reference, though. It's very good. Yeah, I guess, uh, so I should weigh in on uh, what do I think is going to happen on the partner vote? Is Jessica going to win the partner vote or is uh, freaking Daniel going to win uh, the partner vote? Um, I will say that based off of how this vote just went, uh, I feel like don't count out Jessica. All right. Although I do feel it. like that just from a show perspective, it might be a little bit more interesting to have Daniel Hardman in control of the firm and then have like Jessica and Harvey having to uh, like outmaneuver him. Maybe, but I think Harvey's already up against the ropes here with this settlement thing. I really think that like mm-hmm. it's going to be an uphill battle to have to outmaneuver him from yeah. such an area, like a level of weakness that they're at yeah. right now. I predict, okay, Jessica, I think is going to hold off the vote, but I, I'll say I'm like 65-35. It's going to be Jessica. Okay, so it's close. It's close. Okay. All, All right. right. Chappelle, anything else from season two, episode seven? Um, Only one no, more season until I mean, Akiva shows up. It was such a good episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Are we going to have Akiva on? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, look, I just think that we should. I'm just saying. But anyway, we can offer him uh, the invitation. Or I mean, it's going to be in, in 16 too. days. It's very close. It's very close. Yeah. Uh, but no, no, I'm I'm very happy with what's going on in the Facebook group. We actually got a message from our uh, our very own associate Nick Motter, uh, Nick M, uh, from the feedback at the end of first of the first season, where he brought up keeping track of the what are you talking about mm-hmm. in each episode, and that season two is lighter on the phrase. But uh, Nick thinks that it. Um, picks up later on in the series and so mm-hmm. nick if you want to go ahead and track that for us let us know send us a message and uh maybe we can get you on the spreadsheet with uh miss patty uh, okay but we'll talk to her as well all right and then Chappelle, after tomorrow we're gonna be halfway through season two can you believe it that's crazy we're yeah. moving so fast we're flying wild we're flying yeah okay Good all times. right there you go. All right. So uh, we appreciate your feedback and your star ratings. Go to suitspodcast.com. Check out suitspodcast.com slash Facebook to become uh, one of the many in our ever-growing firm over there. Chappelle, where can people keep up with you? At SuitsPod on Twitter. That's where I'll be taking all of our messages and, and, and speaking with our new associates about the show. And then, of course, I'll be in the Facebook group as well, active in our uh, Suits Yourself, a Suits binge watch, uh, Rewatch podcast group. Okay. And of course, I'm at Rob Sestrino. Chappelle and I are podcasting about so many other things. If you're just listening to us talk about Suits, uh, there's a million other podcasts that are awaiting your ears uh, when you follow us on Twitter and check out what else we're talking about across Rob's podcast and post-show recaps. So hope you stop by and check out some more of what we have going on. Thank you so much for joining us. This one was really fun. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.